It's time to get organized, color code your job search, and live a more stress-free lifestyle with our organization guru friends at Erin Condren. In today's episode, we cover living your most graceful and well-planned life in a live recorded workshop from the Erin Condren team. Welcome to the Burt Force Podcast. Our show helps active duty military spouses plan virtual careers. Each week, we'll be uncovering the secrets of virtual work to help get you hashtag hired. If you want income sustainable from anywhere in the world, this is the show for you. We're bringing you everything from juicy job opportunities to advice on how to glow up for a virtual interview. And now, Let's meet our host. She's the change maker responsible for getting over 700 military spouses hashtag hired and making a $15 million impact in the military community. Burt Force founder, professional speaker, remote staff augmentation specialist, visionary. Here's our host, Kimber Hill. How can a notebook or a planner help you live your best life? What is it about writing out your goals that can propel you to success? All of these mysteries and more are uncovered by our teacher and our friend Michaela from the Orange County Retail location at Erin Condren. Plus, we release an exclusive VertForce coupon code and show you how to get $10 off your next Erin purchase. Hi, VertForce. Happy Tuesday Night Live. I'm here with an incredible guest. We're doing a fun time management workshop for you. Let's have some fun. All right, our icebreakers this evening. I'm going to put those on screen. Where are you currently watching from? And do you currently use a planner or notebook to keep track of things going on in your life? So I want to invite you to drop your answers in the chat and uh, we'll bring those on screen as they roll in. So let's get into the goodness of this evening. Erin Condren Design, this is the company that lets you stylize and accessorize your notebooks and planners so you can plan for tomorrow and celebrate today. I personally use the Erin Condren Lifestyle Planner. I meant to grab it. I do have it. I have been all up in this thing for the past two months. I just got it in July, uh, or this one anyway, and I it, mine is marked to pieces. I love it. So this is, I'll show you the cover of mine because it's so cute. One of my friends got this for me. My Erin Condren Planner, and I love the rings. And at VertForce, we... Got all of these for our internal staff for Christmas last year. So I'm excited to have this awesome company on tonight. You can have one of these too because tonight we're giving away one notebook and one monthly planner. And each are going to come with a set of 10 dual tip markers. We're also going to be giving away an exclusive coupon code for the military that will give you a 20% discount to any Erin Condren product in their store. We're going to give that away at the end of tonight's workshop. So tonight we have Michaela Vardalakis. She is a former elementary school teacher with a master's in teaching, and she just really exudes that glowy, sweet teacher personality that makes you just want to absorb more information from her. She's also the retail manager at Erin Condren's flagship store in Orange County. But tonight, Michaela is joining us from their East Coast store in Virginia. She also helps develop and facilitate these virtual workshops like the one we're doing together tonight or like right now. Her role in doing these workshops with Erin Condren is very much a passion project because Michaela gets to do what she loves and that's teach and work with people. Tonight, Michaela is going to give us an overview of the steps we should be taking in our job search. She's going to talk to us about why it's important to keep track of everything using a notebook or planner. And she's going to show some things that 
you would think you would naturally be doing for yourself, but Michaela's going to kind of hone in on the importance of why you need to be doing it and help you understand what parts of your job search process can be kept track of just by using a pen and paper. At the end, we're going to announce the winners of our giveaway. And um, I've actually already selected the winners of the giveaway. There are two numbers written on this beautiful card, which is sealed. And those numbers are going to directly correspond to our comment box. So um, if you are one of the commenters numbered here in this envelope, you will be one of the winners tonight. So you do have to be present and be active and commenting to win. Then we'll open it up to questions. So I'm done talking. Michaela, it's so nice to have you tonight. Welcome. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I know we've got a lot of comments rolling in already. Um, let's see exciting. here. Hello from Virginia. Always on a planner, but end up with sticky notes everywhere. That's from Judy Woodward. Uh, Love it, Judy. So I'll, I will bring a bunch of these in really quick. Lord have mercy. Y'all are commenting oh. up a storm. I can't <laughs> even get to the top. I'm <laughs> seeing lots of hellos, hellos, hellos. All right. Good evening, everyone. Hey there from SoCal. And I use a planner for both personal and work. All right. And then we have Annapolis, Maryland. And no, but I should. In Spain? So cool. Hello from Spain. Yes. Hello from Mississippi. I love my planner. Watching from Omaha. Oh, we've just got a ton of comments, so I'll just steadily bring these in, okay. and you are welcome to get it rolling. Awesome. Here. Okay, so if we could go ahead and go to the next slide, I'll kind of give y'all a brief overview of what we're going to be covering today. So why are we here? What is this workshop going to be all about tonight? It's really to help provide tips and tricks on how to just stay organized throughout the process of finding and then landing a job. And it is something that is almost a full-time job within itself, just trying to find the job and then land it. It's, it's a lot to keep track of, especially if you have a family, if you have a spouse, if you have a lot of things outside of just trying to focus solely on this, it can be a lot to keep track of. So I really hope that tonight provides a lot of value for y'all so that you can really find a way to kind of put this all down on paper as you're going through this application process. And if we could go ahead and go to the next slide. Yes, ma'am. Here is what we are covering today. So this is kind of like our game plan and what we're gonna be going through. So we're gonna first talk about what is the workflow? So what is kind of gonna be our process of applying for these jobs and finding the right job for us in the season of life that we're in? We're also gonna talk about questions to ask yourself before you start applying to jobs researching and finding job postings, submitting applications and following up after you have done that. After you, you know, talk to a company or companies plural, how do what steps should I take after I go through the whole interview process? Keeping track of it all using a planner or a notebook and then we will be doing a live Q&A at the very end. Then we can go to the next slide. And I, in true teacher fashion, because I used to teach, I love a good icebreaker. So I would actually love to know if you could keep popping in the chat. It's been so fun to kind of watch that as I'm talking to you all. Where are you currently watching from? I would also love for you to tell me what you're hoping to learn today. So I can try to provide as much value as possible for you all who are watching this live. And last but not least, do you currently use a planner or a notebook to keep track of things going on in your life. I know that some people are more digital planners, some are more paper, some kind of do a hybrid of the two and use both, di use both digital and paper planners, but I would just love to hear. So keep those coming in the comments. This is awesome. Felicia is in the market for a new planner tool. So she's here for all the tips. Yes, Felicia. I really hope that this is a helpful workshop for you tonight. We have a couple people watching from Georgia, Ohio, Northern Virginia. I'm actually in Fairfax. I don't know if that's close to where you're at, but I'm in Fairfax, Virginia right now. Yes. Okay. Would like to learn more time management skills. Okay. Awesome. Okay. And then we can go ahead and go to the next slide just so that we can start 
to dive into the content because I want to be respectful of your time and I want to try to give you as much value as possible tonight. So first things first, what is our workflow or what should the process look like for us when we are applying for jobs? The first step we want to kind of take is reflecting. So reflection is huge in this process and we're actually going to go into more of a deep dive on each one of these topics throughout the slideshow. So first thing is reflecting, then researching, applying for those jobs, calling hiring managers to notify them that you submitted your application, and then interviews, and then a thank you email, and then following up one to two weeks after sending that thank you email. And then also, I just wanted to briefly mention that Vertforce does have a lot of really helpful courses. If you're looking to take an even deeper dive into some of these topics that I'm just going to be briefly talking about tonight, Vertforce has all of those courses for you all. And for our watchers tonight, if you don't know about Rocket Remote, now you know all of our remote career education is free. And we talk about a lot of this in our online school. It's awesome. It's incredible. Lots of amazing, amazing resources. And I'm still reading lots of those comments coming in. So thank you all so much for popping those in there. But the first thing that we kind of want to think about when we are applying for jobs, or maybe getting back into the workforce, if you haven't worked in a while, is you want to make sure that you're asking yourself some of these questions. And this is really the reflection part before you start applying to places. So you want to ask yourself questions like, what am I good at? What do I like? What do I not like? What motivates me to do my best work? Do I work better from home or actually going into a physical office? What hats do I wear? Slash responsibilities do I have that should be considered in my job search? What is my desired salary? And what type of employment works best for my needs? These are questions that I find really beneficial just to ask yourself. And if you want to journal them, you absolutely can. I just think it will really help you to figure out what job is going to be best for you in the season of life that both you and your family are in right now. Okay, and the next slide, we're going to go to the next part of this job application process is, so after you've kind of asked yourself those questions, where do I start to look for those jobs? So what's incredible about Vertforce is that they do have a jobs.vertforce.us, which already has 20 to 30 vetted virtual military friendly positions, which is pretty incredible that they already have that resource for you. And then there's also, of course, very popular online websites like Indeed, Glassdoor, Monster.com, utilizing Facebook groups like Vertforce or LinkedIn to network, contacting hiring managers directly, um, responding to ads, asking for referrals, classified ads, and of course, job boards as well. Also, there's a really helpful LinkedIn course provided by Vertforce that's absolutely free to y'all. It's using that bit.ly link we have at that bottom of that slide there. And then next slide. Yes, Sorry. and I'll pull that link up again on Perfect. screen for you Thank guys. You. And just a reminder, our job board jobs at Vertforce at US, we have 20 to 30 positions like rotating through there on a regular basis. So thank you, Michaela, for bringing that up. It was so nice of you to mention yeah. that. Well, it's just and great that y'all have so many resources. Yeah. Yeah. We are an ecosystem for our talent community, and that is what we try to be. Oh, I love these interview it's tips incredible. that you've got. Yes. So now we're going to dive into, okay, now that you've applied to all these jobs and you're starting to get all those phone screens or in-person interviews, or maybe it's on Zoom or on FaceTime, what are some tips that, that can hopefully help you to bring your best self when you are interviewing for that position. So first and foremost, dress to impress. Even if you're doing it on Zoom or virtually, you want to make sure you look presentable and that you are ready. You're looking fresh-faced and ready to go. <laughs> make sure you also bring copies of your resume with you. Or if you're doing this all virtually, to just simply send that to the hiring manager, I would definitely recommend doing that in the morning before you talk to that person, you would want to kind of send it just so at, it's just so that it's at the very top of their email inbox. I would definitely recommend doing that morning of or if not the night before. And then also Google popular interview questions for specific 
jobs or fields or the field that you are going to be applying to. So what I mean by that is if you are looking to potentially get a job in marketing, you would want to go ahead and Google search popular marketing interview questions. And you will find that there's a lot of really helpful, you know, blog posts or different websites. So just, I highly recommend doing a quick Google search for the specific field you are going into, because you're going to find a lot of those more niche related questions that might not be as mainstream as the basic top 10 questions that are asked. So you really want to kind of narrow in your focus based off of what field you're applying into. Practice responding to those questions in the mirror or record yourself on your phone. I know that might sound really silly, but y'all, I realized I say y'all, even not being from Texas, I just say it a lot. I also realized by doing this as I was applying for teaching jobs and then my job here, I realized I say the word um, but, and like a lot. And I use those placeholder words a lot. And that's something that we don't really realize unless we record ourselves or we're starting to actually talk to ourselves in the mirror. So I would highly recommend just going through those questions a few times, talking to yourself or actually recording yourself on your phone. It's just a great tip and can really help you to realize if you're going off on a lot of tangents instead of responding to the question directly and can just really help to kind of narrow in exactly all of what you can bring to that position. Next thing is know the company's mission statement or their core values so that you can incorporate those into your answers. That is something that is extremely important and you want to just have it kind of naturally flow into your responses to the questions that they're asking you just so that they can really tell that you took the time to get to know them and their company personally. And then also, I would definitely recommend bringing a list of questions you want to ask the hiring manager. Also, I would definitely recommend showing up a few minutes early because if you're coming in frantic and panicked, they can feel that off of you. So make sure that, that you're showing up a few minutes early. Take deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, and exude confidence. You got this. I know that that might seem really cheesy, really corny, but I can promise you, if you come in confident being like, you know what, I'm applying for this marketing job, I might not have a lot of experience, but if you come in confident and you exude that, I can promise you that just your excitement, it's going to radiate even through a screen. So just, I really encourage you to just exude that confidence, regardless of how much experience you do or don't have for that specific job that you're applying for. And of course, there is another VertForce course that can help you deep dive into this even more. And the link is going to be put up by Kimber as well. Yeah, you guys, it's the same link, bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen RR. But Michaela, I want to go back to just very briefly recording yourself and practicing those basic interview questions. I feel like so many of us are scared to do that. But it can be so easy as just setting your cell phone up in front of you or pulling your laptop up in front of you because you will see things that you can improve upon and don't be afraid to allow yourself to refine yourself. I'm really happy that you brought that one up because we don't talk about that a lot. If we can, really quick, Michaela, we had a couple of people ask the same question for you on the previous slide, which was that they're having trouble getting used to using a paper planner. Do you have just a moment to speak to that before we move to the next slide? Yes, absolutely. So when it comes to using a paper planner, for me, I feel like I just get so much joy out of like crossing things off physically off my planner. Yes, it might pop up on my calendar, on my phone, it might pop up as a a reminder, but there's really nothing quite like physically checking things off or crossing things off. And also what I have found too is, especially when I'm applying for jobs, when I actually found this job, I had my life planner with me and I was applying to so many jobs at that time, but In like the monthly tabs, which we're going to go through later though, I used to use just our lined notes pages in our life planner and would write down questions that I actually had asked to me with all these jobs I was applying for. So it's just a great way to kind of keep track of everything. It's all in one place. So even if you choose to use a notebook instead of a planner, 
you can write down all those questions, all the days that you applied for those jobs. It's all right there in one place. So that's kind of how I would incorporate it if I was trying to find a job in this season of my life. Yes. And I also heard that. Go ahead. Yeah. Just that writing things down too, just coming from a teaching background, there really is nothing quite like putting pen to paper and you're, it's some crazy stat, but it's like you're 75 or 85% more likely to remember something and retain it if you are physically writing it down. And that's why we still teach writing and handwriting and cursive and all those things in classrooms because you can't not (laughs) learn how to write things down. So just there's, there's such a beauty in putting pen to paper and it really does help your brain retain that a lot better as well. Yes. Every morning I write down my affirmations and goals. I think they say you're so many times more likely to achieve your goals as you're writing them down because it exercises a part of your brain that connects with your understanding as you're writing. So, so important. Yes. Yes. All right. I'll hop on to the next slide. Thank you so much. And if it's okay with you, I'll keep stopping if I see another major question like that. Yes. 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 Please do. Absolutely. So then the next step. So now that you've kind of gone through the either, you know, phone screen or the Zoom interview, here are some tips that I would give to y'all for drafting a thank you email. So I would recommend sending this the next day. After you have talked to them, whether it be through Zoom, FaceTime, or you are meeting with them face-to-face, I would send this the following day. And here's kind of what you could include for the contents of that email. You would want to have a subject line, a personalized greeting, so not just hello. You would want to address the person or persons who you had talked to by their first name. Um, Letter of appreciation. So just thank you so much for taking the time to meet with me yesterday. Um, Mention one thing you learned about your interviewer to show that you really listened to them and made a connection. So let's say you were both from Southern California. It was so nice to talk to someone who is also from from Southern California and we bonded on how expensive it is to live to like live down there. So just just bringing in that little personal experience you had with them during that will just show that you are being a really good active listener. So I would definitely recommend bringing that into that thank you email as well. Also recapping some of your qualifications and the value that you would bring forward to that company and then calling for the next step. So like what would the next step in this process look like? Or you could also follow up one to two weeks after sending that if you haven't heard back from them yet. So those are just a few of the tips. And in terms of just just me being such a paper person, I've also thought about this a lot. You know, like some people prefer to do this digitally. I am someone, again, who is very much a pen to paper person. And back when I used to teach, I would save every single note that my students used to give me. And it's something that is almost a lost art in a way. So I feel like if you take the time to actually write a letter and putting all of the same content, all that same stuff in a written letter, it just really shows that you went that extra step and you personally wrote them a note that would go a long way with me. I know that it did whenever I had parents do that, when they would actually handwrite me a note on a sticky note or just whatever it was, it really did mean so much more than just seeing it through a screen. So I would encourage you to just be creative in that because you wanna do things that are gonna help you to stand out, that are gonna help to make you stand out from all the other people who are applying for those jobs. So just me being a pen and paper person, that is just one little tip that I would definitely recommend to do as well. I would love to chime in here on the thank you note. Vertforce fam, I will tell you that occasionally, um, a lot of times really, your thank you note can be the difference between getting a second interview or not. And I'll tell you guys a little secret. At Vertforce, we give our candidates who were screening bonus points for sending in thank yous, which can very well determine whether you make it to the second round of interviews or not. And I want to share that I once interviewed a candidate, maybe she's watching tonight, Oconus, for a position. She sent me a thank you email, but she also mailed me a card. And my mom used to tell me this growing up about the job search. She would say, 
always keep addresses and, you know, send them later because even if you don't get the job, keeping that relationship and that point of contact open is always a good thing. So the job didn't work out for her, but I had forgotten about her until a few months later because the note was coming from Oconus. I hit my mailbox and I actually remembered her for a new opportunity and sent her the lead and she got that job. So always stay in touch and it's never a bad thing to send someone a card. Absolutely. The power of snail mail. Yes, the power. <laughs> it kept her in my sphere, right? Yes, absolutely. Now, as I just went through, like there was a lot of content on a lot of those slides and I know that it can be a lot to digest and a lot to take in. So how do I stay organized during this process? And this is where I'm just gonna give you all some examples of how I personally have done it in the past. So if we could go ahead and go to the next slide, I'm just gonna talk about a few different things that I think would be helpful and beneficial for you all as you're going through this job search. And the first thing is having a planner, having a physical planner. I would recommend one of ours, which is a monthly planner but you just ideally want to have something that has your whole month at a glance. And if we actually go to the next slide, Kimber, I'll kind of show you an example of how I have done it in the past. So you can see that this is one that I actually made and it has all those little stickers with all of my phone screens. It has in-person interviews. It has when I applied to those jobs. And these are really things that you can add into your monthly planner, whether that be a desk pad, whether it be an actual paper, planner, I just really encourage you to keep track of all of the things that you are, you are doing in your job search, just so that you don't miss out on any of those important steps along the way. So if we actually go to the next slide, it will kind of break down some helpful things for you to put into that monthly planner view. So you can track when you applied for those jobs, write down phone and in-person interview times, map out when you should be following up with those companies and space after the monthly spreads to help track interview questions and write down notes. So our monthly planner, it's going to have your monthly view and then it actually is going to have eight lined, like lined pages, lined notes pages after each month. So that's why the monthly planner really is so ideal because let's say you applied to five or six different jobs in the month of March, but you want to make sure that you're keeping track of all the things that you were asked during those, you can write that in the notes section following that monthly view. So just I think having those lined pages after each month will allow for you to keep everything straight. It also will help you if you're applying for a lot of jobs within the same market within the same niche, it will be helpful to kind of be like, okay, you know what, I've been asked the same question three times. And it will allow for you to just make that answer even better and even stronger each round. So I highly recommend taking notes while you're actually on the phone with people on Zoom. Take notes during it. I actually really enjoy when people are taking notes when I'm trying to hire people for my team personally, because it really shows me that they're taking this very serious and that they really are trying to actively listen to what we're saying. So I would definitely encourage you to write down some of those questions after you finish talking to people for those face-to-face -face interviews. Now, if we go to the next slide, let's say you don't want to use a monthly planner because you already have one or you already have one of our life planners. You could also get or use a notebook and a notebook, just having one notebook that's solely dedicated to you finding a job and landing a job, I really just encourage you to have that one notebook for that one purpose, just so that it's all in one place. And it will really help, especially if you, if you get stationed in a new place in a couple months or a couple years, you will want to refer back to those notes you had taken before when you landed that job so that it can help you to land your next job in the next place you're going to be at. So just having that one notebook that houses everything can be such a game changer and just allow for you to reference back to all of those things you had already prepped back when you were doing this a couple months ago or a couple years ago. So I highly encourage you to either use a planner or a notebook just to track all of this throughout your job application process. 
stay-at-home profit knows how game-changing remote work opportunities are for the military community. While providing education, consulting, scholarships, and career opportunities for military spouses and veterans in remote work through virtual assisting and digital marketing, we are proud to say that our students have been able to work with clients who have been featured in Forbes, Thrive Global, Marie Claire Magazine, and Yahoo Finance. From local businesses, tech startups, and Fortune 500 companies, Stay at Home Profit has spent four years developing and perfecting multiple programs that enhance military spouses and veteran skill sets and experience to get hired remotely in the digital workforce. Join the Stay at Home Profit family today and check out our five-week RVAC Remote Virtual Assistant Certificate Program. We believe you have the determination to build a remote career. So let us help you develop those skill sets so you can get started today. Check us out at bit.ly forward slash VF hyphen profit.com. I want to talk about this pie chart here. I can't see what it is, <laughs> but I want to say if you guys can see, I'm circling this orange and darker orange pie chart. And I had I've used my Erin Condren colored pens to make a very similar one for myself, which tells me this percentage of my day I want to spend on this goal and this percentage of my day I want to spend on that goal. So if I'm ever sitting at my desk feeling lost, have you? do you have those moments where you sit down to be productive and you just can't remember or you can't focus on what it is you should be working on? I'm able to look at my little pie chart and say, oh, Oh, I remember my goal. This is what I wanted to spend my day working on. And then I also wanted to talk about this comment that came in that said the color coding system only makes sense in my mind. It's like a secret code. <laughs> you guys, I was in a super important meeting one day. This was several years ago. And I'm sitting there with a bunch of executives and I have my notebook in front of me and all my colored pens. And I start taking notes in different colors. And one of the executives poked fun at me and was like, does that color coding system mean something to you? And I was like, yeah, as a matter of fact, it does. And then I went on the spiel about reiterating things back from the meeting about how I was keeping track of it in different swim lanes. And I didn't get made fun of anymore. Everyone applauded <laughs> and was very supportive of my color coding tactics. So I just think that that's something we all need to consider and rely on and michelle you are sure. not alone the color coding system is very real and it is your own secret code yes, yes are you ready definitely. for the next slide yes and then i did want to actually if if you could actually go back to that monthly planner slide the one that has the one right before that thank you so much so i did I see some questions <laughs> thank you I, so when I it do. comes to color coding Something that might be kind of helpful is I kind of went with the monochromatic vibe with the planner spread that I'm showing you all. But if yeah. you wanted to use a different color, like dual tip marker or a different color mm -hmm. pen for each company you apply with, and then keeping all of the stuff in red, if you're applying with company A, keep all of their stuff in red and then company B, it's all blue. It will really be helpful just to kind of call attention to, oh no, I talked to that person from company A a couple of weeks ago and I never followed up with them. So color coding can allow for you to kind of keep everything straight and kind of keep it all cohesive and make sense in your paper planner. And then I also saw some questions pop up with, how do I know what planner is right for me? Now, if you go to our website, you're going to find a ton of planner options. And I know that it can be sometimes overwhelming. But again, kind of like when you're applying for a job, there's some questions that you really want to ask yourself before going into buying a planner. What am I going to be using this planner for? And realistically, how many times a day or a week or a month am I going to be writing in this planner? So on our website, you know, like we have monthly planners, we have weekly planners, and we have daily planners. So you really have to try to think about how often do I actually want to use this planner? Because if you're going to be spending your hard-earned money on it, you want to make sure that it's something that you actually use and not something that's going to overwhelm you or make you feel even more stressed out. This is supposed to help to ease that stress and ease that discomfort. We want this to help you to keep everything straight and all in one place. So those are just some questions that I would definitely recommend asking yourself when you're kind of scrolling through our website or just trying to find the right planner for you. 
think about how often you're going to be using it. And if you're really trying to find one that's solely for job searching and applying for jobs, the monthly planner that we have, it's actually called the monthly planner. This is the one that I would recommend because it has the monthly planner view like this. And then it's just got eight lined pages after each month. So I hope that that's kind of helpful because I started to see some of those questions coming in with what planner do I choose? How do I know? What do I do? <laughs> and a couple slides forward. I think the last slide on there is just questions. So a live Q&A. So I really want to be able to help break down any other questions that y'all have. I know I went through that material pretty quickly. So if you need me to go back a couple slides, I can totally have Kimber do that. If you have more questions about finding the right planner for you or stuff with a job application process, a notebook, anything, we are here to answer all of your questions live. How do you deal with mistakes in your planner? Ooh, sorry. I love that question. So well, let me see if I can find that and pull it up okay. on screen for everyone. Okay. Yeah. And I have the monthly planner. So you're talking about the, the spread of the, of the month view. I'm happy yep, to share yep, a month, a month like that. that I haven't written in. And then the lined pages, there's just, I like it because it's, one thing that I don't like about other planners is that there are so many pages to keep up with and it's, <laughs> but I, I like this because it's just eight for the month. Is this what you're talking about? The eight lined? So you actually have a, let's see, it's kind of hard to see on your screen. We, we can actually <laughs> probably get rid of the PowerPoint because it will help to kind of make our screens bigger for them, I think. See, but you might have an actual weekly life planner. Okay, maybe I have the weekly. I'm yeah. sorry for not knowing the difference. I just no, no, it's I okay. It's the cutest. <laughs> so I, I love seeing people's say, planners. It makes me so happy. I'm not going to show you the days that I've written on because it's so <laughs> okay. messy and it doesn't look as good as yours. <laughs> <laughs> Mine does so not look perfect. You can see a blank week. week. There we go. So, so you have the hourly life planner. That is our weekly planner. So that's going to have ah. both the months and the weeks in there. So we have planners that have only the monthly view. And then we have planners that have the monthly view and the weekly view combined together. And then we have another planner. It's called the daily duo. And it has a yeah. monthly spread with one page for every day. So those are for our people who like to write a ton of stuff every day. Yeah. But you have our hourly life planner. And then I personally use a vertical life planner. So you can kind of see, this is like my, yeah. my actual that planner. That looks like my calendar on my on yeah. my Outlook. It, I yep. plan vertically there. Yeah. Yep. So I just have all my work stuff up here. Some mm -hmm. personal to-dos, like my workouts. And then this is just some personal stuff down here. So if I have, you know, a doctor appointment, therapy, that kind of stuff, I keep that all in there as well. But I did see a question that I love that I really want to address because this is something that can sometimes make people worried about getting a paper planner is what if I make a mistake? I am someone who writes in a gel pen or a dual tip marker for everything. So when I make mistakes in my planner, I just use whiteout. And I want y'all to know that there are some days when in my planner doesn't look perfect and I've used a ton of whiteout. I've had to scribble things out sometimes. So just your planner doesn't have to look perfect. Ultimately, this is for you. This is your planner. It's to help you to keep everything all together in one place and keep it all straight. So it doesn't have to be perfect and give yourself some grace. It doesn't have to look like a perfectly curated planner spread. It doesn't have to look like that because this is for you. Like no one else has to see this except for you. So just, I would encourage you to that person who asked that question, give yourself some grace. And worst case, if you did, did make like a big mistake, I actually like to cover it up with stickers. Um, so I will use a sticker. Like I messed up down here, covered it up with a sticker. I love star Wars. So we have star Wars stickers. So I cover up stuff with stickers too. So if worst case scenario, just cover it up with, with a sticker and no one will ever know. Right. Yeah. I love that. It's kind of like that whole, is it Bob Ross? It's, it's not a mistake. It's a bird now. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. We have a question on screen. Our sweet Ooh, friend, see. Felicia. Hey, Felicia, how are you? Uh, she wants question. to know, how do you manage having everything in one planner, like a life planner? Great, great question. So for me, this is my planner. It's kind of like my catch-all. It's where I put everything that's going on in my life. So I 
have all of my work stuff up here in my top box. I put all of my just like daily life to do's here. And then other personal things down here, like some people like to use it as like a wellness tracker, or they like to plan their meals. It really is a planner that could be your catch all for you. So how do you manage that? I would definitely encourage you to take time every week to plan in your planner. So for me, I like Sunday nights, Sunday nights, it's typically a night when I'm not working. And I sit down with a glass of wine. And I watch usually like, I have like one tree hill on or like one of my favorite shows and I have my shows on in the background. I have my beverage of choice and I sit down and I plan out my next week. So I would encourage you to find a time during your week, whether that be, you know, Sunday night or Monday morning, taking that time to actually physically write inside your planner, just so that it sets you up for success going into that new week. So that can kind of be a helpful way so that you're actually using your planner one and two, keeping track of all of the other things you were doing in your life. Like that. Thank you. You're welcome. Our next question is, how do you recommend beginning color coding? Oh, color coding, great question. Oh, these people, uh, these people get me. This, this kind of yes. stuff just makes me so happy to talk about. So <laughs> how do I recommend beginning color coding? Okay, definitely would recommend figuring out what kind of a color coder you are. What I mean by that is some people prefer to color code with stickers. Some people prefer to color code with markers or with different colored pens or highlighters. So I would try to figure out what is your preferred modality, if that makes sense. So do you like stickers? Do you like using pens or markers? Or do you like using highlighters? And then I would come up with a key kind of like what we used to do when we used to make maps in school, like coming up with a little key of, hey, all of my stuff that's in yellow with a yellow highlighter, I'm going to have that be all of my stuff for work. Or if you use one of our dual tip markers, I'm going to have all of my stuff in blue be for work. I'm going to have all of my stuff for, for my wellness journey. So maybe you're working out or you're trying to get healthy and fit. That can all be in purple if you want to schedule in all your workouts, all your meals. So color coding, it really is just assigning a color to an area of your life. Or if you have multiple kids, like my mom, she has three kids. And then my aunt, she has seven. I have 47 first cousins. So I have a really big family. But my aunt, she has seven kids. So she, when I bought her this planner, she uses a different color pen and dual tip marker for literally every single child. I know it sounds excessive, but that is the only way she can keep seven kids straight. <laughs> so she has seven <laughs> different kids and all these different sports and activities. So it really is just assigning a color to an area of your life or assigning a color to a person in your life. So if you have, you know, your job, your spouse's job, and then your kids, having a different color for each of those areas in your life. Hopefully that made sense. I know that I was rambling a little bit, but I hope that that was helpful. I think it was very helpful because when I first, <laughs> when the question came across the screen, I was like, I wonder how she's going to answer this because I would have no idea where to start. Um, <laughs> but you seem to be a color coding expert. I thought like that you started with the modality. I'm looking for more questions here. I'm seeing just like a ton of conversation here in the comments. Everybody is jamming hard over all of your tips. Why? And I'm still at the wine and one tree hill comment. So we're just getting so many comments. Yes. Looking awesome. for questions, though. Maybe I missed one. Let's see here. <laughs> I know I saw one about how do you make what times of day do you find are most helpful to work and look and use your planner. But you did mm -hmm. answer that with Sunday Good night. Time. So maybe you have more Sunday to night. other than that. I don't see. Yeah. So I don't when it comes to actually using my planner on a day to day basis, though. So yes, I fill out kind of like the big things for the week every Sunday night. So those are things like, okay, when are my work shifts? Do I have any big calls this week? Do I have any big meetings? I kind of like plan out just those big things that I know are happening. But there's also what I plan day to day. And that's what comes down here for me. So I write that stuff in day of. So I keep this planner with me everywhere. I take it literally on the go. I'm traveling right now. I bring it with me everywhere. It's got my stormtroopers on there. Like I said, I'm a total Star Wars nerd. 
but I take my planner with me everywhere. I also have a planner that I keep just at work. So that's something that I'm very passionate when it comes to planning. Some people might say it's excessive to have two planners, but I actually have a work planner that I write my daily tasks and my daily to do's in. And I keep that one at my desk at work because I really am trying to have more of a work-life balance. But in my personal life planner, the one that I bring with me everywhere, this one just gives me a brief overview of, okay, I know I'm going to be at work from this time to this time. So this is the time I'm going to spend with my family after work. This is the time that I'm going to go to a workout class or go to the gym. I really use this to kind of map out my entire day, not just my work day. So I don't know if that's helpful for kind of my thought process when it comes to planning, but I really do like to keep my work planner at work that has every single task that I have to do for my job and all the hats that I wear within my job. And then I have my life planner, which actually has like my whole life in it. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense. Felicia wants to know if you have any favorite stickers. I know you said your Star Wars ones, but other than those. stickers. Um, let's yeah. see. If I had to choose, luckily, if you buy any of our life planners, it actually comes with four sheets of stickers already coiled in there. But I really do love to use, there's these stickers. They're, they're called our customizable stickers. And what I love about those stickers is it comes in different themes. Like we have Star Wars ones. We have... Um, a lot of different themes and colors and patterns and things. I really love those stickers. But if I were to recommend just one sticker or one product when it comes to stickers to y'all, it would be the monthly sticker book. The monthly sticker book is a sticker book that has different stickers for every month of the year. And it color coordinates everything for you. So it's all monochromatic. It's all matching. So if you're new to using stickers in your planner, the monthly sticker book from us is just a really nice start and like entry point into incorporating those into your planning routine. Also, if you are ever looking for inspiration when it comes to using stickers, social media is a great resource. So YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, there's so many people within this planner community who post their spreads every day or every week. And they can kind of give you some different ideas on how to incorporate stickers into your planners or your notebooks as well. I love that. I can't wait to get plugged into those. All right. <laughs> One of our Facebook users wants to know, do you use a digital planner or digital calendar as well as the paper planners? Yes, I do. So with my job, I do a lot of stuff out of Outlook as well. So I kind of have my Outlook planner as like, okay, these are all of my meetings that I have for work. These are all of my workshops, but I use my paper planner to really track what I'm doing day to day for my job. So what steps and what tasks do I need to do so that I'm ready for this meeting next Wednesday? So I really use my digital calendar through Outlook to just really remind me of some of those bigger meetings, or if I'm traveling for work, I really use the digital calendar only for work purposes. But for my day-to-day -day life stuff, when it comes to, you know, my dentist appointment in six months from now, I use my paper planner for everything. Mm -hmm. So I do yeah. use a hybrid of the two. I find that my digital calendar is great for me to set something up for my family so my husband and I can be on the same page about when the mm -hmm. pediatrician appointment is, when I'm going to be totally. at Pure Bar, when I'm like when I'm gone and when he needs to be at home. For sure. And then what I love about my paper planner is – I, this is, it's so personal. It's yes. so almost like a journal to where, you know, I can, I know what my goal is. I know what my, you know, next big leap is. And I can put markers in my calendar about when I'm going to get there and how I'm going to do it. It's more of like my, my playbook rather than like event reminders, which I think my totally. outlook is more or less like, Hey, yeah. it's time to sign in here. It's time to log yes. in there. It's, you know, leave in 30 minutes to go to the pediatrician. And that's, yes. that's different from how my, how I use the day planner. For sure. Just that your paper planner too, it can kind of serve as a memory keeper in a way, kind of like a scrapbook mm -hmm. in a sense, because you can yeah. really use it for more of those personal things going on in your life. So if you like to journal it would be cool to, you know, add like your three pieces of gratitude down here at the very bottom of your planner each day so that when you keep your planners and you look back at your old ones, 
it's so cool for me to look back at my old planners and be like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot in that season of my life. I was so worried about X, Y, and Z. And it's just cool to see that growth and you have the physical representation of that yeah. growth. So another great thing that I do sometimes is I have the the small, it's like the instant it's the instant camera. You take a yeah, picture and it yeah. prints out like a little, a very yes. teeny tiny little picture. Sometimes if something fun is happening, I'll take a picture and just tape it in my planner on that day for whatever that. party that was. Because I, I always that. keep mine. I don't, I, I never get that. rid of them. Yeah. All right. We have two questions. The best place to put your planner and do you mm. sell markers with the planners? Yes. And yes to both of those. So where do I put my planner? I travel with this thing right here. It's called our planner folio. So folio is F-O-L-I-O. And in my planner folio, I'm probably gonna have stuff that's gonna fall out because I literally travel with it everywhere. So I have receipts in here. <laughs> I have my sticker book in here. So hopefully y'all can see that. I have some pens. These are the dual tip markers that we're actually gonna be doing as part of the giveaway. I use these dual tip markers almost every day in my planner. I keep some stickers inside here. So I have some of my Star Wars stickers in there. But this planner folio is basically where I keep all my stickers, everything. And then your planner actually slides in to this folio and it zips up so that your pages like don't get damaged, nothing like that. And I travel with this entire thing with me everywhere. This goes in my purse. This goes in my travel bag. I bring this planner folio with me everywhere that I go. So that's how I personally take my planner from place to place. And then like I said, with my work planner, I actually keep that one physically at my desk at work because I work from a retail store. So I have a desk in the very back of the store. So I keep my work planner there. And then in terms of markers, like I was kind of saying, we do have you know our dual tip markers, which have a thicker tip side on one side and then a thin kind of flare pen side on this one. So it's got a thin side and a thick side. So I usually like to kind of bold things. I'll kind of show you an example of thick side versus the thin. So here's the bigger side of the dual tip marker. I kind of do that for like big important things. Like I was getting my nails done <laughs> at 9am <laughs> on this day. And then this is the thin tip side of the dual tip marker. So it writes really nice and thin, which is great. This is my flight to Virginia. That's in the bigger dual tip marker. So I really use it to kind of bolden things. So those are my personal favorite when it comes to writing utensils for the planners. All right. We have a lot of users asking, you know, how does someone who might be new to all of this get started? Yeah. Okay. Where to get started? I would definitely recommend asking yourself first those three questions of just like how often am I actually going to be using this planner? Do I want to use it on a monthly basis, on a weekly basis, or on a daily basis? Because that realistically is what's going to drive you to then figure out what's going to work best for you in terms of incorporating stickers, incorporating different colored markers and things. You really have to find what works best for you and your family and all the people who you interact with on a daily basis. And it really, um, I would encourage you to definitely do some research with it. Kind of like when you're applying for jobs, doing your research and just Googling like best planner if you have three kids. If you have three kids, I think the vertical planner is great. You literally could have one kid in each box. Kid one, kid two, kid three. <laughs> but of course your kids have names. So like Johnny, Billy, and Sally. So like you could have each kiddo has their own box. Or if you like to plan hour by hour, the hourly planner can really help for you to learn how to time block out your day. So I have my work stuff from 6am to 8. I have to drop the kids off to school. And then I have my work stuff here. If you like to see your day in more of that way, that's really helpful too. But there is actually a really helpful planner quiz on our website that can kind of help to narrow your search a little bit more than what I'm just doing right here with y'all. So I would definitely encourage you to do that planner quiz. It's at the very bottom of our website. If you scroll down to the very bottom under shopping, it will have that planner quiz on there. So it will help you to find the perfect planner to fit all of the needs that you have. All right, we're out of time for more questions. So a lot of the questions that I'm seeing though, we've already answered. So I encourage you, if you didn't watch the whole live stream to go back and start it over, we need to do our giveaway and release what? that 
exclusive military discount. So even if you don't win tonight, you are walking away with a 20% coupon code, which is only going to be active for 10 days. I think if it may not even be a full 10 days. So make sure you take advantage of it while you can. And I'm ready to do our giveaway. Are you? Yes, I'm so ready. All right, let's do giveaway number one. Do you want to talk about what this is? I'm pulling it up on screen right now. Absolutely. So we will be giving away a monthly planner, which is the planner I was talking about in this workshop. It is going to be a 12-month planner going from August to July. And we're also going to be giving away a 10-pack of my favorite markers. I had to had to bring those in there. So you're going to get a 10-pack of our dual tip markers as well. So that's for giveaway number one. Okay, so you do have to be present in this live stream to win. I'm going to call the number. My team is going to let me know who that is. And if you're present, you need to type present in the comments. And if you're not present, we will just move to the next number in line. So winner of gift number one is the person who was the fourth comment, who made our fourth comment tonight. And my team says that was Kelsey Drews. So, Kelsey, are you here? Yay, she's present. <laughs> All right. So, Kelsey, let's see here. Email your shipping address to hire at vertforce.us. Okay. And our second winner tonight is going to receive, what are they going to get, Michaela? Our second giveaway is going to be the second thing that I referenced during the workshop, which is our 7 by 9 which is this size right here. It's going to be a many pages. And what that means is that it's going to have this nice little checklist running down the side, which is great for kind of marking off and checking off those daily to-do tasks. So you're going to get a notebook with productivity pages and, of course, a 10-pack of our dual tip markers as well. All right. So winner is commenter number 22 for this evening. And let me hop over here to my production team and see who is number 22. That is Patty Hollins. All right, Patty, if you will email your shipping address to hire at vertforce.us, guys, we're going to go ahead and drop the coupon code for everyone. Michaela, do you have anything to say about the coupon code? Yes. So we will be giving y'all a 20% off coupon code off your entire purchase. It's not a stackable code, but it is going to be available for y'all from August 2nd through August 10th. So it will give you 20% off of your entire purchase. So if you want to go bonkers and get stickers and all the things, you absolutely can. And I did want to briefly mention, I do actually do a lot of life planner and how to use your planner workshops. They will be going live on our YouTube channel in August. So closer to like mid to late August, if you want to learn how to use your planner and actually physically use it and write in it each day, I will have a lot of those workshops going live onto our YouTube channel. So if you want some more tips on all things planning, we do have that there, but the code is going to get you that, that 20% discount off of everything on our website. All right. The code is on screen now. It is capital V VertForce, capital F and capital WS at the end. It's valid August 2nd through August 10th, so you've got a few days to shop and load up your cart at Erin Condren's website and even take some time and do their calendar quiz, figure out which one is right for you, and then you can use the code to get your life organized. Now, because it's only valid for a few days, we also wanted to mention that if you're listening to this in the future, because this is valid through August 2nd through the 10th, 2021. So if you're listening in 2022 or a few months from now, I know there is a way to redeem 10% off of Erin Condren's products. Michaela, do you want to talk a little bit about it? I'm a little fuzzy on the details. No, no, so we have a rewards program. It's called the EC Insider Rewards Program. It's a totally free rewards program. When you sign up, it's actually going to give you a $5 coupon immediately. And then if you sign up for our newsletter, which will come out pretty frequently, you will get another 500 points, which is another $5 coupon. So you could get $10 off of your next purchase just for signing up with our rewards program. And it ultimately is just going to give you points 
for shopping with us either at our retail stores or online. So it will just give you money back to shop at the store. So it will give you $5 coupons, $10 off, $25 off. And we also do exclusive sales, exclusive gift with purchases if you are a part of our free rewards program. So that's our EC Insider rewards program. So that that we have year round and that never expires. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you so much for this evening, Michaela. I really appreciate your time and I know the Vertforce community does too. So thank you listeners and viewers. Go have fun on the Erin Condren site and go get organized. I, I hope I found this incredibly helpful. I hope that you did too. Michaela, is there anything else you want to share this evening before we wrap up our live stream? No, that is it. Thank you all so much. Thanks so much for having us. And I really hope that tonight was helpful for everyone and that they got a lot of value out of it. So thank you. Thank you for having me, Kimber. Awesome. All right. This has been another fantastic Tuesday Night Live. I will catch you all very soon. If you need help with anything, your Vertforce team is here for you. Reach out to hire at vertforce.us for support. All right. Bye, everybody. All right, Vertforce. That is it for this episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe, rate our podcast, and leave us a review. We really love hearing from you. If you need to find the show notes, which include all of the resources we discussed in this episode, you can find those at vertforce.us. Guys, I'm serious when I say we want to hear from you. If you have an idea for an episode or a question, email us at support at vertforce.us. As a reminder, all content associated with the Vertforce podcast is the intellectual property of Vertforce LLC. All right, catch you next week.